FM 1071. I don't know. How should I know? I have any <laughs> idea. Know what? Well, I'm getting emails from people now because I've been supporting Ron DeSantis for a couple of years. People are emailing me and saying, what's he going to say this morning? It's like he called me. <laughs> well, in fact, right. in fact, he did. And uh, this morning he's going to announce on National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day that liberals don't get no more chocolate chip cookies. That's it right there. That's what he's going to do today. He's, he's making some kind of an, like an, an announcement, a big announcement. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like wondering what the hell it's going to be. Do we know? Do we have a time? Do we know exactly or roughly when he's going to do this? I don't. Nope. I don't no. know anything. And, and, uh, I thought you were buds. Well, that's right. <laughs> we, we're buds. But um, anyway, the liberal media meltdown of the year. Hopefully it's going to happen here in a little while, and we'll be able to maybe tap into it and right. carry it. Um, That'd I, be great. I hope Dennis is going to put it up on the website. Is he going to put it up on the website? Is Dennis going to? You are. Okay. Don's going to put it up on the website. So okay. we'll have it. Uh, we'll right, we'll right. have the availability of uh, Ron DeSantis. Liberal meltdown of the year. Oh, good. I hope so. I love that. No, what are they afraid of, man? They're going to run AOC. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's the future of the Democratic Party. I mean, she'll out Trump Trump. She's going to eat <laughs> Ron DeSantis for lunch. That's what we hear. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not going to be he's not going to announce, you know, there's all this speculation in the Twitterverse. He's going to announce that he's uh, vice president to Trump. No, 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 because that's first of all, let's use a little common sense. Trump hadn't even announced, you know, right, we don't even right. know if he's going to announce. And that would not be Ron's place. You talk about starting off on the wrong foot in a marriage, boy, you you get out. Right. Of, you know, so that's not going to that's not going to be it. He's already said he's running for reelection in, in Florida. So I, I don't have any idea, you know, but it's supposed to be the liberal meltdown of the year. And we'll just have to wait and see <laughs> i don't you love it when they melt down though it's so much fun to oh. watch it, you know i hate to be a jerk but uh. you know it, it they really do lose their ass over stuff you know what i mean no i love it in fact yeah, yeah, they really do i just think it's time you guys get the vagina hats ready to go because you're going to need them today get your vagina hats dusted <laughs> off man <laughs> so you can hear the uh, street screaming <laughs> ron, ron DeSantis is coming for you man he's coming for you yeah so okay. we'll see. In um, <laughs> Uvalde, it was announced uh, yesterday, the attorney for Pete Arredondo has uh, requested, uh, because of scheduling conflicts, that we reschedule the termination hearing. So it was supposed to happen July 23rd, and they postponed it because of scheduling conflicts. And it was supposed to happen today. They've rescheduled it because of scheduling conflicts. See, the way this works is... They're going to have scheduling conflicts until the media stops talking about it, and then right. nothing is going to change. It's all going to stay the same. Nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of getting that feeling, man. This is what the third time they put this thing off. Oh, second, you I know, know of, but it might second, be the third. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. You know, they, no, they they're just hoping that it gets people lose interest. But I don't think it's going to happen, man. <laughs> it's not uh, not with the uh, the horror that took place there. So uh, you know. The, the the whole thing in Uvalde is 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 mystifying to me at this point. It's it's one of those stories that every week, still to this, to this day, months afterwards, we still are hearing different stuff. And oh, he's going to resign. Oh, he's not going to resign. Oh, we're going to fire him. We're not going to fire him. So I I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I may be one of those people that's starting to disconnect from some of this stuff with Uvalde. That that little town is going to be messed up for a long time uh, in, in in many different ways. And I think this putting off uh, of, of this thing with Arredondo is just another part of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, they don't want anybody paying attention to what's going on no. in there. They're not going to make any changes. He's going to stay where no. he is. They took the principal out of her place for about two days and put her right two back in. days. Yeah. Yeah. And they put her right back in. Yeah. So I. Yeah, there's not anything know. that's going to change down there. So No. Anyway. we got a few cops that resign. That's about it. That's pretty much. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty much yeah. where it is, yeah. They're not going to make any changes, so. Well, anyway, uh, I, I tell you what I got here just right off the bat. I am I am so sick of this, uh, whether it's from the media or it's from the administration. I am so sick of this lie that Roe v. Wade somehow being overturned uh, was uh, a lo- loss of a constitutional right. Mm-hmm. Or as Karine Jean-Pierre said uh, yesterday when she's talking about Kansas, that uh, overturning Roe v. Wade was an un- unconstitutional act by the Supreme Court. These are lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are all lies. Right. Okay. It was on the official uh, San Antonio government government website yesterday when they were doing this uh, this vote or Tuesday when they were doing this vote on this resolution stating you lost a constitutional right. You did not lose a constitutional right to an abortion. It didn't happen. 
every time you hear that, it is, it is a freaking lie. And I, I, it's being reported as, uh, you know, and I hate to call out ABC, but they report it as a foregone conclusion that a constitutional right was lost with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And it's absolutely not true. Yeah. Yeah. But the morons, I guess, don't care. Well, the morons in the aforementioned vagina hats don't yeah, care. I and I do not. Uh, I, I don't mind calling out ABC. Uh, you know, our baby's ugly, right? And, uh, <laughs> and it really is. We we got an ugly baby here. And we that, got an ugly baby, and that's, that's right. our ugly baby. And and because they are, as far as I'm concerned, they work for the Democrat Party. Anything the Democrat Party wants out there, they're going to put it out there, and they're going to parrot it and make it their big deal. Um, so that's exactly what they're doing with with this. Is they're trying to make this the midterm issue right. and trying right. to trying to fire up their base for the midterms in fact there's a piece on fox news right now about this that the democrats are going to hang on to their seats in the midterms and this is why because they got all the money in the world they've they've got bigger donors and their donor right. it's all the money and that this roe v wade thing does matter so their base is going to turn out that's why abc is is ginning this up there's nothing in the constitution and i know the constitution quite well there's nothing in there concerning abortion or anything that would say that you have a guaranteed right to abortion that's number one number two you didn't lose access to abortion nobody no. has lost access to abortion and in fact in kansas they just uh, voted to continue right with access to abortion but all this is is politics as they continue to try to gen up their base keep their base interested because their base when 75 percent of democrats say they want a different president their base has lost interest totally yeah and i i think they really overestimated the abortion thing you know i mean because this was obviously uh the plan from day one since the uh the original opinion was leaked and uh, we still haven't really found out who did that. We, nope. we, it's been narrowed down to like somebody among 70 people or something like that. Yep. <laughs> and that's probably never going to be solved. But, uh, you know, that was the game plan. Let's do the abortion thing. They're going to rule on it. We can make this our primary issue. And I think they really overestimated that stuff, especially when people are paying this much for gas and paying this much for food. People are, it, it's the economy, stupid. <laughs> you know, and I, I really think they're losing people with this more than they realize. Yeah. The, the fervent ones, the true believers, no. The ones in the vagina hats, no. They'll always have their. But, you know, I, I think a lot of folks are peeling off because of this stuff. Well, and Corinne Jean-Pierre, as Jonathan Turley tweeted out yesterday, she's not the 10th Supreme Court justice, and she's not the person who gets to decide what is constitutional and what's right. not constitutional. So she's just, yeah, it, she's, she's, really not, she's really not that smart. Right. <laughs> hey, Corrine, uh what you need to do is dust off your vagina hat and get ready to hit the streets because apparently DeSantis is going to trigger you today. So have fun oh, with yeah. that, hon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should be a fun little uh, Peter Ducey moment, moment today after that happens. It'll be you know? fun, whatever it is. All right, we'll take a quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. You know, there's lots and lots going on right now at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. They are the number one volume sales Ram truck dealer in Texas year after year. And August is their biggest sale month of the year. During the Make the Summer sales event, you can choose from over 500 vehicles in stock with more arriving all the time. Now, if you don't find exactly what you want on the lot, you can reserve one that's on its way, or you can make a custom order exactly to your specs. No matter which way you choose, you'll get special summer event savings in addition to their low posted prices. In addition to the low prices, you'll get great selection, and you're going to get a year of free oil changes and car washes with your brand-new car or truck. Now, they're open till 10 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in August, so you can shop in person if you want. You can shop online or by phone. Take that short drive to New Braunfels. Discover the savings. That's where price is the difference. Right there at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. AccuWeather forecast, well, it's going to be sunny and hot. 103 today and 101 tomorrow. It is 78 right now at KTSA. KTSA and FM 1071. At 720, it's Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. Yesterday, Sean, they had a uh, congressional hearing, again, with Rand Paul and all the greats on the yep. whole COVID oh, yeah. thing. And uh, trying to find out about gain of function once again, multiple scientists stood up yesterday and said Fauci is lying. Here's one. Rutgers University microbiologist Dr. Richard Ebright. The statements made on repeat, repeated occasions by Director Fauci have been untruthful. That's what you call a lie in Texas. I do not understand why those statements were being made because they are demonstrably false. Well, then, Dr. Fauci 
needs to be hauled uh, up for perjury charges held up because he raised his hand. And uh, Paul, uh, Senator Rand Paul said, I was told directly to my face, the quote is there from Dr. Fauci, they have never, ever funded gain-of-function. Oh, yes, they did. Uh, apparently they have a committee. Nobody knows because Congress is not allowed to audit this committee, to know who's on this committee. It was formed in 27 to investigate this on gain-of-function, and nobody knows anything about it. But nope. what they do know is they, we as taxpayers have been funding it in the Wuhan lab. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 this is a crime against humanity. I, I, I believe that, yeah, I believe this was intentional, too, from the, from the Chinese perspective. But the idea that you and I were paying for it in any way, shape, or form just fills my mouth with barf. You know, it really does. And I think what that little shrimp did is he hid in plain sight, okay, in a sense. He, he's at the center of this whole thing, of this, of this lab getting this money, okay, to alter this stuff, which even Barack Obama said was not a good idea. So I think, in a sense, maybe the Chinese government used Fauci uh, uh, for this uh, for this release, which I believe was intentional. I think you do too, to a certain extent. And uh, he should be in jail not only for perjuring himself, but for crimes against humanity. Six million people died worldwide. A million people out of America. And this guy's still walking free after uh, basically the testimony of other folks is 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 clearly showing he lied under oath about how the funding got to Wuhan, is he, he's a war, he, he should be in jail. He it, should be in jail for a number of reasons. And here's what I believe happened. Uh, China, of course, didn't want Donald Trump involved, didn't want Donald Trump there. They wanted no. their toad in there, and their toad is a guy by the name of Joe Biden because of the Biden family connections, right? Because I, I believe the Biden family has, has all kinds of money interests concerning China. I think that that's come out in this, in this, in this laptop. Uh, we know that now. We know the Biden family connections. We've seen the book from Peter Schweitzer talking about this and documenting it, very heavily documenting the, the Biden family on the take from China, the connections. We now have another story out today that's fresh about how Hunter Biden was in, deeply involved with a, a CIA guy in taking grain out of Ukraine and putting it in China. Uh, Joe Biden just a couple of weeks ago has been uh, selling at a very low price our oil reserves to China. So all God. these things, yes, yes, all these things that he's doing, collapsing our oil and gas business in America, making us totally reliant on solar panels. All of the solar panels are made in China. So it's clear to me, at least, that, yeah, they wanted to get Donald Trump out of the way. Well, how do you do that? Well, you create this nationwide or worldwide pandemic in a lab in Wuhan. You release it on people all over the place. I know this is, this is damning stuff, but this is just my opinion. I mean, the, the way I look at this, and, and you release it on people, and then you've got a problem. And well, yeah, well, yeah. that's it. Well, look, look at what was happening at that time when, the, when it came out, when the virus came out, when it broke out. Okay, Donald Trump was cutting off all kinds of uh, uh, tariff agreements with China. He was uh, he was about the business of of, uh, of attempting to export to China and to, uh, to sorry, my cat is eating my notes to <laughs> to to uh, isolate China from all these other countries that were uh, involved in these deals with him. So they were no fan of Donald Trump. And sure, you got Biden, a guy like Biden hanging in the wings that you know you already own and uh, lives in your wallet in the Chinese wallet. So it, it just kind of makes sense. You know, these are who these people are. They put people on planes to New York when they had locked down Wuhan. You know, don't tell me it wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, intentional. And I just, my question, though, is to what extent was Fauci directly involved? To what extent did Fauci know that this thing was going to be released? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to come to understand. Well, I want to know where, I want to know what he was doing sure. when this thing broke out. Or what he knew. Right, or because what he, knew. he may exactly. not have been doing anything. That's usually how this works. Is there's there's separation, right? You have areas right, right. And, and and barriers set up that are separation. That I didn't know that. I had no plausible idea. deniability. I exactly. Yeah. Right. And so, right. Uh, there, there, you know, that there's going to be a lot of that that's put into place. But at least these three witnesses who testified yesterday said what he's been telling you guys under oath is a lie. Yep. So why he? We, of course, we didn't charge Bill Clinton with perjury when he perjured himself. James Crapper when he uh, perjured himself. 
And on down the line, it's gone. These guys have raised their hands under oath, and they perjured themselves. And there's no ramifications for perjury in America anymore. You can just get on the stand and say whatever you want to say. And and that's one of the reasons why James Comey was never worried about uh, testifying, why right. FBI Director Ray is not worried about testifying. They say whatever they want, and they know nothing's going to happen to them. Well, we said it yesterday. There are really two sets of laws or two sets, two separate justice systems in this country. There's one for you and me, and then there's one for the elitists. Uh, you know, you look at this Paul Pelosi thing. It's got that written all over it. So, no, I, I don't seriously believe that uh, Fauci <laughs> is going to be brought up on any charges anytime soon. That having been said, I think he's guilty or partially responsible for the deaths of millions of people around the world. So, I, I'm just he's laughing. Not gonna spend a, he's not going to spend a day in, China, no. in, in jail. What's that? No, I, I'm sorry. I was just la- well, the reason I was laughing was the Paul Pelosi thing. Uh, oh God! Because they're changing that deal too. That they changed yes. it overnight last night. Um, now it's just the 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 whole drug in his system wasn't really a drug. That's just boilerplate talk among. What the, I saw that. Cops. What the hell does that mean? That's just that's <laughs> you know, cop shop talk. You know, we weren't actually saying that he really had an actual drug in his system. Oh God! What we were saying was, you know, that he had alcohol in his system, and so the alcohol was the drug. So it was boilerplate. No, that's not what you put in the report. The report said. Or you reported the report said he had alcohol plus a drug in his yes. system. Not alcohol was the drug. Come on nope. now. How stupid do they think we are? Very. <laughs> <laughs> that he's going to get charged with a couple of misdemeanors. Right. Are you telling me that if I got wasted, hopped into my car, no. you know, with uh, with uh, some booze in me and maybe an Ambien or a Xanax going, and I smashed into somebody else's car, totaling both vehicles, took out a fence, and injured the other driver, I'd be charged with a misdemeanor? No, that wouldn't happen. No, Are you'd you be kidding a, me? No, you'd, be, you'd still be in jail. And, and here's I'd the other part of that. still be in jail, yes. Mothers Against Drunk Drivers would be taking you to the... To the cleaners in every... Yes, they would. They would be all over the media every day if you were a high-profile personality like the husband of the Speaker of the House. This is a perfect fundraising opportunity for them. This is a great opportunity for them to advance their cause, for them to be on Fox News and MSNBC and CNN every day screaming about, see, this is why we don't want people to drink and drive. This is it. And not a peep uh, from them about not a word. Silence. Yes. Silence. Guess they're not that mad after all. <laughs> there could have been, well, I mean, look, there could have been a kid in that in that car. There of could course. have been a, a whole bunch of kids in that car. Absolutely. And this could have been a completely different, uh, you know, result. Right. right. And Absolutely. a couple of misdemeanors. Well, that's Napa Valley for you, isn't it? Well, that, no, that's that's Nancy Pelosi for you right there. Right, that's her right, influence right. and his influence and uh, buying off a, a very corrupt system. That's what that is. Yeah. All right, a uh, quick break. Uh, more Wear and Rhyme coming up for you. BG products. They are great. I just had the oil changed in our car uh, not that long ago. And when I do that, I always have them add the BG. Now, this is not something you buy off the shelf. Now, when you go in to have your oil changed, just mention to the guy, okay, do the, the, this weight of oil and this, uh, put the new filter in there. And, oh, by the way, do the BG service. The BG service is something they add to your oil. They have to do it there at the shop. It's not this watered-down junk that you're buying off the shelf and just dumping it in the, in the uh, gas tank. Now, this good, high-quality stuff that they have to do. And when they do that, the inside of the engine has a super coating inside that protects it. Now, the other thing they can do is their fuel system treatment. Again, it's not a bottle that you just pour in there. That's water. You know, you know, it says watered-down junk. What you want is a real deal. And they, at the shop, they'll be able to get that in there and clean out the entire fuel system. You'll be saving gasoline. Every drop of gas is going to be a save, savings to you. And where do you have that done? Wherever you have your oil changed, just whenever the next time you have the oil changed, say, hey, do the BG service for me. BGfindashop.com. The- <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, well, is that on the air? <laughs> yeah, it was Sorry. live. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, okay. It's 736 now. KTSA, it's uh, wearing Rima. <laughs> you know, when Senator John Kennedy from uh, Louisiana first started to come on Fox uh, Friends and Fox News and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> I was a little less kind of like, this guy's unpolished. You know, he speaks real slowly, and so you're waiting for a thought to get out. And it takes him a little while, but you know, well, he's I like southern, him, man. He's yeah. he's got that southern drawl, man. Yeah. Oh, he's great. So he's great. He might be selling me on the mansion thing now. Uh, you know the mansion bill. 
Right. Well, the right. Manchin bill is one that's going to increase inflation. It's going to decrease your salary and mine and everybody else in the middle class because we're going to pay more in taxes like crazy. It's going to be nuts how much more right. we pay taxes. But he did say this about it. He says go force Americans to live in a tent behind Whataburger. So I- You're going to have to get used to living in a tent behind the Whataburger. So maybe I could support this thing if that's where i got to go live. And, you know, he could really get me on board if we had to live in a tent behind Frontier Burger. Now I'm See how yes. you are. <laughs> then you're all right with it. Well, you know, he said it's a. I think the exact quote is it's it's a special kind of stupid uh-huh. to pass this kind of a bill during a recession. Yep. And and, and so yeah, people are going to be living in tents behind Waterburger, <laughs> and uh, you know, it, people are already suffering. It, it's madness. It's absolute. And, and the 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 the, in, the inherent insult of calling it the anti-inflation bill, or that somehow it's going to bring inflation down. Ha ha ha! And it's a multi-billion-dollar spending package. You want to run that by me again, man? Well, you know what I've always said: the federal government doesn't need more money, right? That's not what they're no. doing this for. They want more money because they can't control their own spending habits. But they also, the more they take from you, the more they can control you. And Kennedy said in this interview, he said, at some point, we need to stop asking who needs to pay more taxes and start asking what the hell happened to all the money that we had. (laughs) That's what he said, right? (laughs) Well, I've been saying it for a while. If Biden had just gone in there and not done anything and just left some stuff in place that Trump had put had put out there as far as regu- deregulation. I think he was uh, Kennedy was even talking about deregulation. And, uh, uh, the, the, you know, stinking rich this country would be right now if he had just left everything alone. Well, it'd be... It, it makes your head spin. It really does. Well, instead of and going now, over... now here we are on the... Ver- we're in a recession? Yeah. Instead of going Holy over crap. and asking the Saudis to, to uh, you know, uh, pump more oil, if we were to buy our own oil from ourselves, we would be so yeah. stinking rich. Wouldn't be, but that's, why, that's how the Saudis build stupid buildings, you know, that are as high as the clouds. <laughs> right. And they do it in Dubai and all that. They do it on oil money, and, and then they never put anybody in those buildings. So they sit, they sit empty, you know, and it doesn't. It, right. They just had you know ten billion dollars they needed to waste. But here's something else John Kennedy said yesterday. I thought was great. He said the more and more Americans are getting really good at barely getting by, and the wealthiest country in all of human history, and it's because of inflation. Now I talked about this a couple of days ago on the five to seven, Sean, and that is you know more and more people. This was in the Wall Street Journal. More and more people right now are having to turn from the HEBs and even the WalMarts of the world. World and start buying groceries now at the dollar store. Nothing against the dollar store. Right. But this is where people are now starting to rely on for their primary food source is the dollar store, Dollar Tree, and all of right. that. There is no reason for that. And again, nothing against those stores, but there's no reason for that in the, as John Kennedy says, and I agree, the wealthiest nation the world has ever known. So we're actually not progressing economically under Joe Biden. We're regressing. Well, absolutely we are. Look at Walmart's getting ready to fire or or, uh, cut loose uh, a whole bunch of their corporate staff right now. Uh, You know, so Walmart's feeling it. uh, uh, HEB's feeling it. And, yeah, people are going to the – let me tell you something, man. Every time I go to the Dollar Tree now, and we, we go maybe every couple of weeks, you see those places packed. You you go to our Dollar Tree down the street, and you almost always have to wait twenty minutes because the, the the store is packed. And I, I, this is a recent thing, as far as that many people going to a, a Dollar Tree. So I, I don't doubt it, man. I mean, it's it's getting bad. And uh, and and Kennedy also laid the blame directly at Joe Biden's feet. He says this inflation is his creation. He did this, or they did that. Whoever is actually running things, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that's what's so damn frustrating is none of this had to happen. None of this had to happen. We were on the best economy we'd ever had. Yes, granted, the pandemic knocked us down a couple of years. But Trump was right. Once we started getting through the pandemic, the economy started springing back. And uh, and that's when uh, uh, they started you know, spending all this money and, 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 and writing all these bills, and, and it, it just had the opposite effect, and the economy tanked, and that's what they want. Well, that's it. I mean, it, it didn't have to happen, but it happened because no. they designed it to happen, and they're doing yes. it on purpose. Uh, in, in order to really bring about their whole <laughs> socialism and Marxism they're trying to do, we've talked about that a million times, but that's exactly why they're doing this. And, and yesterday when I talked with John Hayward, you know, he he brought up a point about these guys, these radicals that are running the show now. They have this in their head that they're just going to be able to sit back and let the 
what they created now, this monster of, of crashing our economy, continue on because it's got inertia. It's moving in, in, you know, right. on, its, on its own. And I asked him, I said, do you think that's true? And he said, probably so, that they have probably created enough momentum with this. It's like waves in the, in the pool, man. They've probably created enough momentum that this is going to carry and carry and carry throughout the economy for years to come. I think that's right. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a financial genius, but it, uh, I'm hearing that from a lot of people and seeing that everywhere that this is you know we're just at the beginning of this thing and uh when you when you look at just how many levels of the economy are being affected uh and it's all interconnected i do know that i i don't know how you stop it and again what is deeply frustrating about it is that we were on a completely different track when donald trump was in office and and it's like i am being expected we are being expected to act as if that didn't happen (laughs) that that wasn't true a couple of years ago and that every single thing that joe biden brings us as far as a nickel down on a gallon of gas we should fall at his freaking feet and worship him and it's like they did this to us they did this to us on purpose and the gas is going down because of the recession not because of anything that he's doing but demand is down and when demand is down the price of gasoline obviously is going to go down people aren't buying as much gas or anything else you know when you got a recession (laughs) and so the price of gasoline the price of oil is going to go down when you're in a recession but really it takes us back to the to the wuhan thing as well and that discussion about gain of function and what happened with covid19 and was covid19 a buy weapon developed specifically for to bring the United States to its knees to keep us from excelling beyond China. Because I got to tell you something, man, China's economy is in terrible shape right now, awful shape. That's what that's one of the reasons they can't do anything about Taiwan or have a war with the right. United States or anything because they can't fund a war and they can't fund anything concerning Taiwan at the moment. They don't have a their economy is in bad shape, and they knew that was coming. These lockdowns in Wuhan that's that's the that's the really weird irony about this. These lockdowns that they have done in China, Singapore, and everywhere else right, in China, right. have hurt their economy so bad now that they can't even compete economically with the United States. Right, right. And so, you know, I, I uh, that having been said, uh, uh, where does our economy go? You know, <laughs> you just said a few minutes ago, this is going to get worse Yeah, long before it gets better. I mean, uh, God bless, uh, well, not God bless China, but hey, sorry. <laughs> sorry you're having a bad time economically. But people here are really hurting, and I, I think that's why you see some of these uh, polling numbers around 15, 16, 17% of the people in this country who think we're headed in the right direction. That's, you know, 15, 16, 17% is yeah. barely anybody. Yeah, right. Because everybody's feeling this. Well, and when you've got 75% of Democrats wanting to replace Donald Trump. Oh, uh, right. Not Donald but jo- <laughs> Joe Biden. you got 75% of Democrats wanting to get rid of their own president. That tells you all you need to know. Okay, the days are coming up next after the break with Warren Rimo and KTSA. Very important question to you. you got that uh, garden tub sitting there and nobody ever gets in it. <laughs> What's it doing there if nobody's using it, right? It's time to get rid of that old tub or tub shower combo that you never use and upgrade to a beautiful, stylish walk-in shower from Safe Showers. Now, this is not inexpensive fiberglass or acrylic, one of those flimsy overlay systems you see on TV. No. Safe Showers completely removes your old tub right down to the studs, and they install a beautiful designer walk-in shower in just a couple of days. That's it. So you get to choose from options like natural stone-style wall panels and glass doors and designer fixtures and shower seats and shelving and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the list goes on and on, the stuff you can put in these safe showers. And right now, you can take advantage of big savings during the bath makeover the event that's going on, where you get half-off installation of your brand-new walk-in shower or bathtub, interest-free financing for qualified buyers available as well. That's awesome. And, of course, Chris and Joan love our seniors and our military and our first responders, so they always offer discounts to them, too. Set up a free in-home design consultation today from Safe Showers at 210-655-1111. Can you have anybody? Well, we know it's August 4th. We know it's the day that my cat Jarvis decided to, for some bizarre reason, chew on my show notes. Uh oh! So it's you, National Cat Chewing on My Show Notes Day. So you don't know what day it is. He, <laughs> no, he I do. I, oh, okay. I, no, he didn't. It's not. I'm just wasting time because the days aren't very interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, I it's, have one uh, that I'm fired up about. But go ahead. I'll, I'll okay. put mine in the end. It, you mentioned this earlier. It's International uh, Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Well, that's the one. That's it. Oh, that's the one. That's the you one. You love chocolate chip cookies. Oh, do I you? do, Sean. I, I do. I do. I mm-hmm. do. 
My favorite, I used to like when I was a kid, I liked them Toll House chocolate chip Well, cookies, that's the one. Man. That's the one I love. Uh, oh, I'd go through a whole bag, man, and, when and I was I a kid. And I forgot to ask my cookie queens if, if she would make one, make make a batch for me because she right. makes outstanding cookies. But Nancy and uh, Nancy has passed that on to the grand girls, and I just oh, found cool. that they're going to visit the house today, so I'm going to give me some Toll House. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, man. Very cool. It's also a Raisin Brand Day. That's thrilling. Clean you out. So after you eat your chocolate chip cookies, you can eat some Raisin Bran. That'll clean out the pipes there. That's exactly right. <sighs> and then finally, <laughs> thrilling, huh? And finally. I'm hanging on was, every word. <laughs> <laughs> some days you just don't have very interesting days. Uh, it's actually, this is cool. It's Single Working Women Day. And uh, let me tell you something. Single moms work their asses off in this country. Amen. I have a lot of respect for folks uh, who who do that. Uh, so that's it. It's a chocolate chip day, raisin bran day, single working moms day, and it's Thursday. Ah, that's Friday it's, Eve around here. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So you got anything uh, going on this weekend that's interesting or no? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm uh, I'm hoping to get a little motorcycle time and a little pool time. Right. But uh, no, we don't have anything that's going on. I don't even check to see anybody know what's going on, like Green Hall and places like that. I need to find that stuff. I have no idea. I, I have to tell no you the idea. truth about that kind of stuff, man. I typically take the summer off from that kind of stuff. Um, right. And I, t- you know, you'll catch me twice a week in green on the motorcycle, but not right. during the summer. And the reason for that is you, you, you get close to like the the sewage treatment plant there as you're coming up next to Rock and R. <laughs> you know where Bubba's used to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you get close to that, and the line. You look at the line. It's always it's already down the hill, and over the bridge. And so I'm not going to sit there on a motorcycle and burn to death during the summer. Right. So I just take the right. summer off from up there. Or inside Green Hall in the summer. Oh, is God. One yeah. of the, hot. Oh, I've, you know, you get off stage yeah. and just soak to the bone. Right. But, you know, I've, I, I've had that conversation with Pat before about putting AC in there, and he won't do it and but because that really ruins the, the, the historicity of it. I agree. If you will. Yeah. I used to hang out there a lot when I lived uh, when I lived in Cibolo. I saw a lot of great acts there. But yeah, in the summertime you get a little you get a little moist in there. But if you got a, you got a great if you got a great band playing, man, who cares, man? You, know? you, just, you get moist you, together. Yeah, that's right. You all get moist together, man. Oh man, I, I hung out with the uh, the Dan Quails were there years ago, and they did uh, they did a couple of nights or sure. a couple of days afternoons in the in the inside. Just sitting on chairs, and then they had all their girlfriends and family at the picnic tables there, and we hung out for like two days in a row. Yeah, in the middle of summer, and yeah, it was hot, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. I've done yeah. that. I've done that with Ray and those boys. You, you hung out right. with Ray Benson before too, and and of course with Dell Watson. And when right. you're there with those guys, there's so many people. Or, or Roger Crager, and th- there's so many people, and, and you really are hip to hip. And their their sweat is you have more of their sweat on you than you have your own. Ew. You know what I'm yeah, really. Yeah, by the way, speaking of, speaking of that, I, I got to ask Don something real quick because have you have you seen yet the whole new ZZ Top thing? Have you I had have. a chance? To, yeah. it, you've seen the whole thing, right? Is it good? What's this? Yes, they, very good. Sean, just so you know, they they uh, b- before Dusty died, they got on. They taped up the windows of Green Hall, and the boys were on the dance floor. They weren't even mm-hmm. on the stage, which I thought was really cool. And they were like sitting around in a jam session kind of thing. Right? Oh wow! And they recorded it, and it. I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen LaGrange. I think I saw Tush. Yeah, Brown Sugar. They Brown Sugar. I saw Brown Sugar and a couple of others that were released on YouTube, but I hadn't seen the whole thing. They they just released the, that on CD. Oh, wow. That whole session. It's awesome. Yeah. Sounds yeah. really good. That that documentary was done very well. Yeah. It, it really was. It was one of the better documentaries I've seen. Right. Done very well. Great footage from the seventies, uh, stuff I right. hadn't seen before. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll have to the, check it out. The stuff with Billy Gibbons, you know, when he was a baby, all of you know, eighteen, nineteen years old, you know, clean shaven, you know, glasses. <laughs> I uh, can't imagine yeah. that. <laughs> he he does look like a nerd. But he's like, all like shaved any, up, like any average guy. And, and I got to tell you, he is a little bit of a nerd. <laughs> is he? <laughs> he really, yeah, he's got a nerd side to yeah. him. He really there's, does. There's footage on YouTube of him driving around in a little smart car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's true. No. People, people, no. People look at him and they go, well, this is just some, you know, that Texas hell raising, got the long beard kind of guy. But Billy's got a little bit of a nerd side to him. He really does. And it comes out. 
He'll, he'll hit you with a little nerdy stuff every it, once in a while. It doesn't matter. He's so cool. <laughs> He's right. How, how could that guy ever yeah. be nerdy? You know what I mean? <laughs> Overshadows any nerd features he may have. That's right. Speaking That's going to be the coolest guy ever. Speaking of cool, there's a band playing up green line I know you'd like. Who's that? Who's that? Los Lobos. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Week La from Bamba. today. La Bamba. Yeah. Week from today. And Robert Earl King's yeah. final shows are coming up at Green. Oh, really? Really? That's this month. Seriously. So there's plenty, plenty if you can get tickets. Are the Georges going to be up anytime soon? I haven't seen the Georges yet. Uh, a little my my brother from uh, from high school, Dennis Fallon, plays guitar with the Georges. So he was with two times uh, forever. So. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I I'm floors based now. If it ain't at floors well, yeah, country store, yeah, you're I, over there. That's right down the street from me. Right. So that's kind of where we go whenever somebody plays. We've seen a lot of great great shows there. Ray Benson and uh, sure uh, Jimmy just saw Billy Joe there a couple of times. So it, you know that's the cool thing about living in San Antonio is you got all these great uh, venues uh, that are oh, historic venues that uh, a lot of these guys you know started their careers at. Well, that's uh, true. But also, New Braunfels is covered up with that every day of the well, week. Braunfels, I mean, the whole area. Yeah, I mean, the, the from yeah. floors to uh, green and, and all. Oh that yeah, stuff. yeah. Every day of the week, you can see somebody cool at, at right these places. Sure. Sam's Burger Joint's cool. Mm-hmm. Seeing uh, gigs there and stuff. Yep. I played there once. I played Sam's Burger Joint. Well, it's a great place. It's, <laughs> it, it's a great venue. It's just uh, too late at night for me. All right, quick break. Top right. of the hour news. More Wayne Rima coming up. KTSA. When Chris yes. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. So the inbox has been uh, full of people who live near downtown where they open up the Migrant Resource Center. That's where the the CPS processing building used to be. It was a solo serve before that. And now it's the Migrant Resource Center. And it is, uh, it's there for about 600 migrants to find a place to live, get a, something to eat or whatever. And, and as the city says, you know, to transit through the city and on toward whatever they're, wherever they're going next, right? So, uh, but there have been way too many that have been dropped off there. And so the numbers are, according to them now, around 15, 14 to 1500 a day instead of 600 or less. In San Antonio. In San Antonio, Texas. Good and Lord. So I had a city councilman from District 1, Mario Bravo, on at 635 right. this morning. We talked about this. And it lasted the whole half hour. He didn't know anything about it. It's his district, right? Nobody said anything to him, according to him. Nobody talked to him. They just did it because all of a sudden, you know, the Biden administration started dumping all these people on San Antonio, and they had to have a place for them to go. So the city manager arranged it with the uh, – former cps building now it's owned by a private guy he doesn't know the guy's name paul something or other he said and uh that you know this is this is the way it's working and i said so ron has not called a meeting on this he said no we haven't had any meetings nobody's discussed it with us the only meeting that's been held was started by the residents in the area who called their city councilman mario bravo and said we want a meeting with you because all these people are in streets now all over our neighborhood they're knocking on our doors and they're panhandling and the business owners were saying they're coming into our businesses now to get out of the heat and all that where did these people come from what's up with this he he had basically no answers and i'm not faulting him i'm faulting ron no because the mayor is supposed to, in city government, municipal government, he's supposed to inform the city councilman and the, and the citizens of what's going on. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. And, and Mario said, well, I, I'm not faulting Ron, the mayor, because we haven't had a meeting yet. We've been in recess. Well, that's much bull crap, because he was able to do the pro-abortion thing. They had a meeting for that. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was on Tuesday, right? Right. I mean, uh, how did they pull that one off if they're not in session? Well, fifteen hundred a day. Well, that's the number in this city. In there, in there, he didn't have that number. I did because of a report in Breitbart.com today. And right. one, of the, one of the things they have been kicking around by text that I saw is that they're talking about getting buses to send them back to the border, a la Greg Abbott sending them to Washington D.C. Because there's too many of them here, and uh, it's it's flooded that neighborhood. So got a lot of telephone calls about it this morning, and then I just got a text message from a friend who said her 72-year-old grandmother or mother lives in that area, and those guys come up and harass her when she takes her garbage out. Are you serious? Yes, I'm dead serious. This is madness, man. It's and, and, and And Ron don't care, man. Nah. The Resource Center, 1500 a day. Mm-hmm. That's madness. We're going to lose this city. We're going to lose this city just like we're losing the country. 
Okay, uh, uh, I, I agree with Greg Abbott, man. Send him to, to D.C., send him back across the border. I don't know, but there's no way this city is going to, even a city this size, is going to be able to absorb 1,500 people a day. And that's not even counting the people they don't catch, that don't make it through the uh, the, the, the getaways or whatever you want to call them. Uh, that's, that's, that's insanity. I can't believe the people living in these neighborhoods must be furious. Well, they man. are. They are. And they're, you know, because all of a sudden all these people started to show up. The guys are panhandling. They're knocking on doors. Right. They're asking for water. Give me this. Because they don't have the pot to pee in. They got nothing, man. They got nothing. Right. And they don't have a plan for their lives. And, and suddenly they're here. And the city councilman said, well, this is just, they're, they're coming through here in transit to make it to their ultimate destination. The problem is, they, many of them are not transiting. They're not moving on. Many of them are becoming, you know, permanent residents here. Another problem is, you know, Haven for Hope is that beautiful place that the city spent millions on downtown for homeless adults to stay in. Well, it's right. flooded right now with more than 300 migrant children in Haven for Hope downtown. Wow. Yeah. So You know, uh, and, and, uh, and again, another crisis that we're in. And this is a crisis. Of course it is. I mean, there's no other way. It's a crisis and an invasion, and there's there's no way. And, and it's it again, like the economy, it's something that did not have to happen. If Biden had just left in place the policies that were there when he took over office, uh, we would not have it. But they again, they wanted it to happen. For them, it's about potential votes. It's that there's nothing else to it. That's the and they think this will turn turn it around for the Latino community and them, but they're wrong because Latinos hate this crap, man. Especially in San Antonio, fifty. I didn't realize it was that high. Fifteen hundred a day. Yeah, it's huge. It's, My it's God, gigantic. Man. And so I've got a uh, I've got a text from another friend here. It says I was just in Laredo, the bridge. You know, you go across to Mexico from here and so on. Was right. full of people on the other side, from one side to the other. Actually, full of people. God. You know, crossing the bridge. And this person said, I've never, ever seen anything like this in my life. Another friend just sent me a picture of a big, beautiful bus. It looks like a tour bus you'd see some rock star in. Big, beautiful bus. And it's full of illegals that are leaving the Rio Grande Valley and headed right here towards San Antonio. And there's a picture of it. A guy down the valley just sent me a picture of it. Here it comes. Send them all to D.C., man. Send them all to D.C. That's what I say. Keep that bus rolling. (laughs) Keep the buses rolling, man. Just send every single one of them to D.C. And Muriel Bowser can scream her stinking head off. But, hey, that this is what you guys wanted. You, you got, This is your agenda. This is your policy. So why don't they go live in your town? I would send every single – well, of course, no, you, you got people within our own city government that want this to happen as well, oh, obviously. Oh, Ron Nirenberg, one of them. So yeah, and and so he again, it's resume uh, res, resume polishing for that guy. Just All it is. Uh, so he could say, well, look at how great I was to the migrants. Look at me, I came up with a resource center for him in San Antonio where there was none before. You know, it's such a crap. People's lives are being ruined. The, you know, uh, it, it's it, the neighborhoods are. Imagine paying on a mortgage in a neighborhood in San Antonio for decades, uh, just so when you're you know pretty much through your mortgage and you get to settle down in life, your your neighborhood is overrun by fifteen hundred people that nobody knows who the hell they are. Well, imagine that you're, you're going to send your kids to school in a couple of weeks and they got to go to the bus stop down on the corner, and you've right. got all these people wandering, uh, you know, in the area over there. Well, I, I asked uh, the uh, city councilman this morning about this because this is an exclusive report with Breitbart. The city of San Antonio threatens to bus migrants back to Texas border towns. So uh, there's a letter in here, and I went through the letter, and then there's an email. And the email comes from Miss Jessica, and this is what it says. Good evening. I just received a call from Jessica with the city of San Antonio. And I asked the councilman, I said, who is Jessica? And he said, well, that's the the uh, person in, in city government down there on staff that's running the migrant center. So, okay, so he knew who she was. So this is her writing to the people at the border saying, Miss Jessica states that the Migrant Resource Center is at full capacity with 1,400-plus migrants. Now, Sean, this was, back, Lord. this was back in July 25th that this was, let's see, yeah, July 25th that this was written. So that was back then, right? So Jessica added, the majority are coming from Eagle Pass. She requested that we let the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations, that's Catholic Charities and Races and all those, stop the drop-offs till Monday, July 25th. Also, she added that so many migrants without the means for travel, many are single men who are now panhandling on the streets of San Antonio, knocking on the doors of the residents within the community center uh, surrounding the, the center. 
And then the CBP wrote this in a text message. The city of, uh, city of San Antonio just notified me they are being directed to start talking to charter bus companies to send arriving migrants back to Del Rio and drop them off in oh. the streets. Uh, wow. I am worried about Eagle Pass NGOs since they receive 500 to 750 per day, and all of those are transferred to San Antonio's. 500 to 750 a day are transferred right here, and the only other option is to put them on the board the border buses to D.C. So there you go. <laughs> I would fill them up, man. Keep sending them. Get them all and uh, send them all to the district. This is madness. Uh, look, Donald Trump said it. You don't have a border. You don't have a country. And right now, uh, obviously, we don't have a border. We have lost territory. Uh, this this town is is being overrun because I'm like you. I get messages from folks like, "Hey, I live in this neighborhood, and there there's like a refugee camp down here. It's popped up. I mean, it's 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 crazy." And, and they do. They, they're young men, and they get here, and they got nothing. They don't have a dollar. They don't have any food. They don't have any water. They, they you know, w- what do you do? So, uh, uh, and this is not this is not going to end in any measurable way until we get a, a, a change in the administration, obviously, because they haven't done a damn thing about it. They want it to happen. Well, yeah, Greg that's Abbott's it. got to do. Greg Abbott's got to do things on his own. There's no other choice. So, a well-known businessman who is a friend of mine just texted me right now as you you were speaking. Just texted me a video of his ranch. And no. there's a bunch of illegal aliens right there on his ranch. Once again, it's a daily, hourly, every second of the day occurrence where right. they're just coming across, and they're destroying property and, uh, and, and, and wreaking havoc. So this is where we are. This is what's going on. This is it. And Joe did that. This was not. This did not exist before Joe Biden was president of these United States. He did it. And as you just said, and we've said it a million times, did it on purpose and the reason ron is not going to do anything about it is ron wants to be in that click in dc he wants right. out of here he'll, he'll leave here just as quick it'll spin your head how fast he's going to get out of here as soon as he gets something in dc and he's been up there uh, you know taking care yeah. of business for seven six or seven trips now begging for a job in that dc click he wants out of here he does, and and you know, there, there's another aspect of this that uh, they need to own, and that's the fact that they are making the cartels filthy, stinking rich. Mm-hmm. You are never going to do anything about cartel action in Mexico or any other part part of the world when this policy is enriching them beyond their imagination. Yep, yep. they're having to recruit smugglers. They don't have enough smugglers to 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 get people across the river. So and all the you know plus when you have uh, uh, cartels doing really well in the profit margin, really bad stuff tends to happen, like the fentanyl flowing across the border and all that stuff. So they own all of it, and it didn't have to happen, and it's it's destroying this country. It's it's madness. Well, I don't want anything to get lost in madness. I don't want anything to get lost in numbers, but I'll give you a couple of numbers where you're talking about with that thirteen billion a year is what the cartels are making. Thirteen billion with a B. Thirteen billion, which is twenty six times. Do the math. Twenty six times what they were making doing this under Donald Trump. So yeah. So Joe Biden is enriching the cartels. Um, quick break, more wear and rhyme coming up for you here on KTSa. Uh, you know this this hot weather, man. That sun, it's it's devastating to your grass, your lawn. I mean, you've been looking at that. Everything is brown now. It's all browned over. It's tough, right? Well, guess what? It's tough on your roof too. And Stevens Roofing is your local roofing company that you can trust to do what's right for your family, to take care of your family. And as that sun beats down on those shingles, they'll, they'll begin to crumble a little bit. You know, they'll, some of them will t- turn into you know, the, uh, just curl up on themselves and all that. Now, there's a certain amount of expansion and contraction that's built into a good roof, right? But as that sun continues year after year after year, if you've got a, a roof that's 12, 15, 20 years old, now you've got serious aging issues directly related to our weather here in South Texas. And that's what Stevens understands because they're a local roofing company. They're embedded in our community and have been from the very beginning, and they care about your family. Your roof covers your home and your family. Make sure it's safe and secure with a free, no-obligation roof inspection from Stevens Roofing. They have your family covered. 210-785-0994. Speaking of hot weather, it continues 103 for the high today. It's 78 right now at KTSA and FM 1071. It's 823. It's Ware and Rima, KTSA. Thanks for listening. What's on your plate this morning, man? Well, it's just kind of a funny story, but a lot of people have very definite opinions on it. 
Uh, we have a dude in Kentucky who's got quintip- quintuplets. He's got five <laughs> kids. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. They're all there. He's got five five-year-olds. Okay, five. Ugh. And and uh, he he took a video. It, it, they used to carry them around in uh, one of these uh, strollers. It's got five seats or whatever. But now they're just big enough that that's not tenable anymore. So he got a leash. He has all five kids on a leash. And a video uh, that he posted of him walking his kids on a leash got three million hits in three days. And some people just think it's awful. He's treating his kids like dogs. He's treating them like animals. I'm like, he's got five five year olds. <laughs> I think the guy's brilliant, man. I mean, look, in, especially in this world, you know, five year olds. What do they do? They move really quickly and they do stuff that's completely unexpected, right? One minute they're right in front of you, the next minute they're gone. So I, I applaud the guy's ingenuity, and uh, he and his wife are kind of taking it as a big joke, you know. It's it, but three million hits in three days, and a lot of people are giving this guy grief uh, because they say he's treating his kids like animals, and I, I, I think it's funny. So every now and again, you like to hear a story that just kind of puts a smile on your face, and this is one of them. Well, you know, first of all, let him go buy a yellow school bus, because that's obviously what the man <laughs> needs, you know? He needs a school bus, <laughs> He needs man. a school bus, man. But, you know, oh. pe- people, they, you know, th- this always this story is one of those recycle things that keeps coming up, because you got people that do it with just a, a child. You see them at Disney World. They right. walk around, got the kid on the leash, and you know what? I got no problem with that. You take them to Disney World, the first thing they want to do is Haul ass and get away from you, and exactly. you know, hey, look, it's Mickey, and they're gone, and you can't catch them. And the next thing you know, these same people that are freaking out that they put him on a leash, you know, and he's trying to keep his kids contained, would be screaming if the kids were off by themselves somewhere. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait, why can't you keep control of your? Can't you control your child? Can't you? So you know, I, people just got to complain. Excuse the word, they got to bitch about something all the time. They just—they're not happy until well, they're bitching. <laughs> that, well, that's what it is. People love to be outraged, man. They just love it. They live to be freaking outraged by other people's freaking behavior. Yeah, they're his kids. And it's like, my God, what do you care? Right. You know, what's it got to do with you? Exactly my point. They're his kids, man, and he's found a way to hang on to his kids and keep them corralled and keep them from getting hurt. And what do you care? You know, go on Hell, with your my, life. My, my, I got my, my, all my kids are in their twenties. I like to put them all on leashes. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean? not a bad idea. You know, especially when they're but that anyway, age. Anyway, especially well, when they're but that I, five-year-olds move very, very quickly, yeah. and, and you know how it gets, especially in these amusement parks when you got people all around you. You know, your kid can slip away very, very easily. So I, I think it's I just think it's funny that three sure. million people had an opinion on this. Well, I see that's that is the point, though, right? It's not it, right. it's not to to get enraged about. But you know, we're not going to get enraged about this. But but it, 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 what enrages me is not that he's got his kids on a leash. It's that other people are complaining. I don't want to use and, the B word right. again, but well, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but, you know, I, th- I think for some, I know a couple of people on Facebook who, for whom it almost seems their hobby is is being upset about things. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's they just live to be upset about stuff, whatever it may be. Right. You know, right. you you could uh, you could post something on Facebook like I love bunny rabbits. You know, and and sure enough, by the end of the thread, you're going to have somebody giving you an issue about why you love bunny rabbits, well, you know? you know, we need those people because they keep the cardiologists alive. You know what I'm saying? They keep the cardiologists <laughs> alive. They keep the talk show hosts talking. Yeah, so, you yeah, know. We need and those in my people. case, they do both. That's so there right. You go. Exactly. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up after the news. We'll talk about drugs. Um, so that's coming up. I want to talk about Amogee Bank right now. And my banker, uh, David McGee, and his team at Amogee, They are fantastic. They're a Texas bank, not just in San Antonio. So if you're listening to me anywhere in the state, Amogee is there for you as well. And they have more than 80 branch locations around. So they've got a place near you that you can just walk in and start doing your banking business with. Um, If you own a business, this is super important that you know about these folks over at Amogee because they are an outstanding business bank. Now, of course, they do all kinds of family work. That's why I call them your family bank, right? They're not just a business bank. But when it comes to business, they understand Texas business better than any bank that I've ever had dealings with before. And that's because David set out at the onset of this to accumulate, put together a team of folks over there that really understand Texas business and how to help you become a success, right? And there's a lot that your your bank plays a huge role in that. If you're in business, you know. With lines of credit that you need to keep the lights turned on, the insurance paid and employees paid and all that kind of stuff. 
They're there for that all the time, but also to help you with great knowledge that you need to be successful with your business. That's why I turn to the experts in family business banking, and that's Amogee, Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Smell that smell? <laughs> I thought you were doing some that's heavy breathing on the air there. That's not Toll Hell's cookies. Mm. <laughs> See how you are. But we are going to talk about drugs, so Jimmy picked up on that real quick uh, and <laughs> threw some uh, Skinner in here. Right. So I don't want to put words in your mouth. So you, you're, are you pro-weed legalization? Is that yes. right? Okay. Yes. What about other, yes. Okay. What about other drugs? No. Okay, so no, just, and, just and I'll tell you why. Okay. Well, I mean, and, I, and I'm not, not saying that it's an easy thing to legalize pot because there are stuff, there's stuff that happens when you do it. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, in my opinion, when you're talking about fentanyl, you're talking about, well, especially like crystal and cocaine and yeah. heroin, yeah. Uh, with continued use, at some point, you inherently become a public health concern. Mm-hmm. You become a danger to yourself and to other people. Gotcha. Uh, the addiction rates are are much different uh, mm-hmm. than than uh, what you see with marijuana, and so I, I, I. Plus, there's a lot of things as far as uh, pain management and uh, and frankly, with depression and things of that nature that I, that I believe. Uh, you know, I've, I've known a lot of vets over the years who have PTSD and they mm-hmm. use marijuana to deal with that. Yeah. So yeah, marijuana legalization, I'm absolutely in favor. But you draw of. the line at the other stuff. Yes, absolutely. Do you want to weigh in on that, Don? Do you want to say if you're for it, against it, whatever? Uh, sure. I, I you know, would agree with what Sean said. There okay. are instances where it can help a great deal. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the other drugs, I, mean, I don't see the need for that at all. Yeah. I have really come come a long way in the last 20 years on that. I, You know, I, I think you, you legalize that and you tax it, You uh, then you can regulate it. Because right now what we're finding out, is that this 100% proof, I don't know what, I have. I, I know nothing about weed. I, I just don't. But this stuff is supposedly today super potent and powerful now. And it's not, you know, it's not regulated at all. So these people are now having these, like this guy who tried to burn the spider in uh, Utah and lit 60 acres on fire. Well, oh, God, yeah. yeah again, he was apparently, apparently, <laughs> allegedly, supposedly, According to police, possibly smoking weed when this happened. Well, you can only imagine that that would be some sort of psychotic event from smoking super heavy-duty, powerful, potent stuff. Am I wrong or right or what? What? No, you know, what am I think about that? You're right on the the THC contents are getting it's much higher. They're right? getting through the oh, yeah, roof. Absolutely. Okay. Right. All right. Well, and it probably could use some regulation because, you know, it's also a all-cash business right now. You can't use the banking system, yeah, which inherently is dangerous uh, for obvious reasons. And the black market. Uh, you know, I, I, I think with the, uh, with, with, the, with the potency of the new weed, you know, uh, unfortunately, some people overdo it. It's like some people overdo it with booze, and bad things happen, you know, and, and booze is legal. So I... I well, that, unfortunately, you're always going to have people that are whatever it is that are going to go too far, right? And and screw themselves up and possibly screw up other people, whether it's legal or it's not. Well, so that's what happened. That's that's where my mind was changed on a lot of this. I've seen what booze does, right? And so it's legal. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's legal, and it's it's <clears throat> and, and what they've done with that industry is you can't make your own bathtub gin. You can't. It's illegal. Right. You can't do right. that because they have very strict laws concerning the potency, where it comes from, who makes it. You know, they regulate it. They watch it. They pay close attention to it. The weed industry probably needs something along those lines because now with this stuff getting super heavy duty potent, they probably need some sort of, you know, control over this. What What made me go through that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. They won't do that until they have to. Right. Until right. they're forced to do that, they're, they're not going to do And we that. might be there, yeah. you know, because and we don't know. Nobody really knows whether they're or not, but we might be there. And, and this story is, is a big one. Um, out of San Diego, they are now installing Narcan vending machines where you oh, can get God. Narcan yeah. absolutely free because people are on these opiates and they are taking way too much of the opiates and they're killing themselves or ODing and 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 so Narcan saves you from that. That's what police wow. officers carry in their yeah. cruisers. Obviously every EMS unit has it now. They they're putting it in schools now for for kids in schools that are taking opiates. But San Diego is installing these and it's free. So you just go up to the if you're having a if you're with somebody who is ODing on this uh, opioid 
then they can go to this vending machine, get it out, and then save your life really free. Uh, but see, what that does in my mind is that encourages more opiate use. It doesn't stop it from happening because now, hey, I can use it because I'm not going to die. Right. The risk of my death yeah. has been removed. I, Shaq, Shaq t- tells the story about how he never got on coke because he remembers Lenny Bias. Mm-hmm. And what happened, right. was it was it Lenny Bias? Lenny Bias, right? Yeah. And he remembers yeah. what Len happened. Bias. Right. Yeah. He remembers what happened. He said, that kept me from doing cocaine. I, I, you know, Because one time, Lenny Bias did it one time. That's all it takes. It, right. Yeah. Well, so, it's true. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the Narcan vending machines, okay. But, you know, it's not addressing the real problem. And we've been talking about it off and on all morning. The reason you're seeing a flood of this stuff and you're seeing all of these deaths is because it is flowing across the border. Well, true. Obviously. You know, and uh, uh, if you want to stop people from ODing on opiates, you, you can't go to a dispo, as they call them, and pick you up some, some uh, fentanyl or, you know, you can only buy weed. All right, you know, and so where where are they? The the drug problem is so, the illegal drug problem is so bad. We need vending machines now with Narcan. I mean, well, well it's not, but it doesn't it doesn't address the problem. No, it doesn't. And you're right about the the illegal and the and the fentanyl. That's huge. We had a hundred and something thousand OD deaths this past year from fentanyl. Right, that's coming across the border, made in China, or the ingredients from China, and the the bad guys down south of the border, the ones who are making it with the in, ingredients that come out of China. But there's also people that are getting it through prescription or they're stealing it uh, from from people that they know uh people that have it you know the, the various right. opioids they're getting it with prescriptions they're hooked on it they end up uh getting uh you know ODing on it now that's why they're putting these things up to me when you're doing that and you're removing the thought that somebody in somebody's brain hey this could kill me then actually you're kind of encouraging more of its use because you're removing the consequence to using it. You know, the ultimate consequence was is you well, know, I might yeah, die. I mean, the know? laws are the laws are pretty intense on 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 you know that sort of thing as far as swapping prescriptions or sharing prescriptions or whatever. Um, th- there is another problem that people don't talk about though, and this is one that I've experienced personally, is that you you go in for a medical procedure and you have to ha- you have to have pain meds. Uh, that, you know, whether they're, it's morphine or it's, uh, 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 hydrocodone, which, you know, I, I was ha- getting both when I was in. And, you know, uh, uh, the problem with the healthcare system right now is there are so many different doctors involved for so many different things in any, any given case that, uh, where the ball falls is that people are on these high powered opioids while they're having a medical procedure in the hospital and then they just send them home. And there's no back-off plan. There's nothing. And you need to be weaned off this stuff when you are in the hospital and taking it for a reason. Right. But, and know, it, I, it happens more often than you realize where that doesn't take place. And so suddenly people are home and they're addicted to pills and they got to do something. Yeah. You know, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, it, no, it, it happened to me. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I found out through my wife found out through research that apparently it happens to a lot of people. Yeah. I don't. When I had, I've I've had a few surgeries over the years, and it was prescribed opioids to help. But then, the, the, right. you know, as part of the prescription was, you take this many this day, yeah. and after, you know, by the end of a week, you should be off of. Them what do they call together. that tartrate down? Is that what this called? It's it's uh, weaning down. It's yeah. uh, tartrate or something. They got a word. Yeah, for it, a medical yeah. word. Most but, doctors, but that, most doctors will do. that. I, I never say that right. Well, but some that's don't though. Like but yeah. I mean, and you, that's may, the you may or may not have that. You yeah. know, if that doesn't happen, you're 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 in a world of trouble, man. Well, but we also, and I I I don't know anybody in this room that disagrees with this. Society also has to have some rules where this stuff is concerned, or you'll have. Just an absolute out of control. We have to have human beings in a society. If you're going to be an ordered society, you have to have guardrails somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I agree, but we already have laws on the books. That, that, no, that I'm not, yeah. this stuff no, 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 I'm not yeah, talking about know, that. I, what I'm saying right. is, if anything, I'm arguing for fewer laws, but I'm also saying not complete. Like my libertarian friends, and I'm a conservatarian. I've got both in me. I'm you know, conservative and, and liberal, or uh, uh, right. libertarian. But my libertarian friends argue for a complete, you know, no laws concerning drugs. And no, I, that's I, crazy. We have to have barriers. We have to have guardrails. Human beings that, have to have it. That's insanity. Well, that's the definition of society. It's a definition, definition of an ordered society, of, of, of civilization, of right. being civilized. Right. Is that you? You all agree to live within certain parameters so that everybody can live free. Yeah. 
uh, and nobody's freedom is impinged by somebody else's behavior, at least as little as possible. So the very definition of a civilization is you have to agree on rules and laws and things like morals that everybody is sort of going to agree on, uh, or you, you really wouldn't... You, uh, in other words, a society where everybody is doing only what they want at the, at the sacrifice of other folks can't possibly survive. No, there's no way. Yeah. They never have. <laughs> it's I mean, well, never I mean, worked. Right. Never, ever. You always had a chieftain. Yeah. Like, even in, you know, the very Neanderthal days, there was always one that was bigger, stronger, faster, and kept all the others in line. <laughs> well, well I just, I just look at something as simple and every day as driving a car. You know, we have certain... You know, the red light means stop. The green light means go. We all Not agree San on this Antonio, stuff. baby. Well, but, right. Well, you got me there. Yeah. Yellow yeah, of course. means speed Yellow up. Yellow means right. go faster, right? All right, quick break. Right. We'll, we'll come back, wrap it up after this here on KTSA. River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Habercorn is a great surgeon. He's a great MD who has, you know, hospital privileges. So he really knows what he's doing when it comes to taking care of your oral health. Now, one of the things that he does that I absolutely love that hardly anybody, I can't think of anybody else who does it, puts his prices right on his website, rivercityoms.com, so you know exactly what you're going to pay before you even make your appointment. He serves all ages, by the way, everything from a toothache to major facial surgery. He does it all. Dr. Havercorn, he's a specialist. As an oral surgeon and a medical doctor with those hospital privileges, he can handle the toughest of cases, and he does it every week. So if you need a tooth taken out, you need dental implants, all on four dental implants, you need major facial surgery, whatever, uh, he can handle all this for you at rivercityoms.com. That's rivercityoms.com. His phone number is 210-778-0002, and you don't need a referral. Like a lot of surgeons, you got to have a re- Nope, you don't need a referral. You simply call and book your appointment with our friend Dr. Mark Havercorn at rivercityoms.com and on the phone, 210-778-0002. My name is 